0: Rodgers, waits, throws, right side, got a man wide open, touchdown, and it's Robert Tonian again, dancing in the right corner of the end zone. Will the Robert Tanyon coming out party continue in Tampa Bay on Sunday? It's one of many things we wait to see as the Packers come off the bye week to take on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Joining us live is the voice of the Packers, Wayne Larry. Wayne, uh, for two guys who've had careers so long, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, their on-field occasions have been so few, not a whole lot of a sample set to work off of when these two uh, go head to head, but it should be fascinating to see these two Hall of Famers in waiting collide.
1: Yeah, you know, they've only met twice. This is the third round, so it's probably the uh, rubber match, as they say, in baseball <laughs> to complete a three-game series. Um, you know, you got to figure it's probably the last time they meet, or unless they meet later this year in the playoffs. But, um, yeah, it, it's it's great to see these two guys. They're a little bit different stages of their careers, but um, no question two of the best to ever played the game, obviously. Do
2: you have a gut feeling or any indication on if either uh, Equinemius St. Brown or Kamal Martin might end up being Activated for the game,
1: boy. That's a good question. You know, I, I would wait until today's uh, workout to see because Friday usually tells you who's going to play and who isn't for the most part. Um, you know, Thursday's a big practice, but Friday's when you decide. Okay, we're gonna, we may have to activate this guy. Um, I'm not sure either one will be activated this week. We'll have to wait and see a little bit, but I don't have a feel for that. No.
0: Wayne Larry, voice of Packers, joining us live on WTMJ. All these great things happening with the Packers offense, Wayne. One thing I've noticed, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like Aaron Rodgers is doing more throwing from, from the pocket he's set. He's not creating on the move. He's not having to extend plays on the fly, roll out, maybe expose himself to hits and punishment.
1: Yeah, I, I think they're getting the ball out a lot quicker, um, and that would pretend uh, to that Rodgers would be in the pocket to do that. And it's more in line with what the offense is, is doing, and I think Aaron feels a little more comfortable this year doing it as opposed to last year. And so, yeah, you're seeing him in the pocket, but not for extended periods of time because the ball's coming out on rhythm on time.
2: The team finally gets to play in front of some fans coming up on Sunday. Do you suspect that guys are just excited to finally not be in a totally sterile environment?
1: Well, I think the defensive guys are. <laughs> I'm not sure about the offense. Uh, the offense has done just fine in these sterile environments. Uh, matter of fact, offense across the board uh, around the league has done well uh, without fans in the stands. It, it's a lot easier to run offense without all that noise. But uh, you're right. I mean, the guys have talked about it at camp this week uh, that, you know, they would they want to play in front of fans. They want fans in the stands. They really do. And, and you know, there's a certain amount of performance uh, that is involved with these guys. So uh, yeah, I think they're looking forward to it. It started out as a rumble, Wayne,
0: and a rumor, but now it seems to be an official thing. High scoring in the NFL, that's a fact, but why is it that way? The rumor now is becoming part of a, a theory that's out there. There aren't that many penalty flags anymore. Offenses are being allowed to play games without having to you know, uh, get thrown off the track by a holding call that can derail a drive.
1: Well, after the first week of the season, I think there were a lot of holding calls, and the league kind of asked the officials to back off a little bit on that. And Holding is always questionable one way or the other anyway, it seems like to me, unless you really see a, a total throwdown. Um, but don't tell that to the Tampa Bay Bucks because they lead the league. They lead <laughs> the universe in penalties, and they have for a couple of years now. Um, yeah, they, they committed 11 penalties against Chicago and virtually handed the game to the Bears after taking a 13 nothing lead.
2: That Tampa Bay run defense is, is really good. If, if the Packers have a hard time running, how long do they, they stick with that and try to be balanced before maybe they just switch to really focusing on, on the pass solely?
1: Well, I want you guys out there to watch two inside linebackers that are a higher caliber than anyone I've seen in quite some time together. Levante David, who was an outside linebacker uh, in a 3-4, um, or I should say a 4-3 defense, is now an inside linebacker, and he's been one of the fine players in this league for many years. And Devin White's in his second-year, former first-round draft choice, fifth pick in the draft. These two inside linebackers, watch them. Number 45, White. Number 54, David. That's what inside linebackers in today's game look like and they are a big part of the run defense now losing uh, vita vea their big uh, 350 pound defensive tackle for the season with a uh, uh injury leg injury that's going to hurt this defense but those two inside linebackers are exceptional they're the best i've seen together in tandem this year
0: voice of the packers Wayne in has the call sunday afternoon right here on wtmg and the packers radio network we'll check back in with you on monday wayne sounds good guys take care